Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. WebmasterRadio.fm proudly presents the longest-running program on affiliate marketing. Welcome to Affiliate Buzz. Our hosts, James and Arlene Martell, are here to inspire, inform, and motivate you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Now, please welcome James and Arlene. Hi, it's James Martell here, and welcome to edition number 366 of the Affiliate Buzz. No Arlene today, but I do have... Daniel Diet, launch strategist, uh, joining me, and we're going to share with you how this thing we call the affiliate buzz came to be. And uh, Daniel, take it away. James, thanks for uh, having me on the show. Am I uh, coming through okay? Yeah, loud and clear. Beautiful, beautiful. So, um, let's see here. So, Thank you for uh, letting me kind of take over the show and ask you a few questions and uh, kind of go through with this stuff. Uh, I bet a lot of people are pretty curious about uh, how you kind of came up with the idea and, you know, what inspired you to do it and, and that kind of thing. So so let's dive in. What did give you the idea to start the Affiliate Buzz? You know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting story how it all came to be because it really wasn't planned out too far in advance. It was something that just actually happened one day and uh basically the way it went was uh, i'd launched a book in the in the in actually may of 2002 called the affiliate marketers handbook and we launched the book uh took a little while to get rolling but by the end of the year sales were pouring through the door and by the end of the following year end of 2003 we just had a ton of students all over the world who were literally uh, flooding the help desk with questions and just wanting to talk and, you know, basically excited about the business and just kind of, kind of wanted to interact. So what happened was uh, I was chatting with uh, a good buddy of mine who was handling all of our marketing for the book at the time, and we were just kind of chatting about the business and going through this and that and talking about uh, strategies that uh, we were using. And he says, you know what, James, I really, really wish we would have recorded that. Your students would have loved to hear what you just shared there. And he says, you know what? I have an idea. Leave leave this with me for for a week or so. I'm going to get back to you with with an idea. And literally a week later, he phones me up. He says, "You know what? I want to create. I propose that we create a twice a month audio newsletter called the Affiliate Buzz, where we could talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of affiliate marketing, and basically cover off what's going on in your business." Uh, over the previous two weeks, and then we can package it up as a, as a, an audio newsletter, and we will send it out. We'll charge ten dollars a month for it, and uh, out the door it'll go. And then, essentially, that's that's how it started. That's pretty awesome. So, how did you deliver it? Did you like use an Amazon S three with a, a link people could download, or how did you do that? Oh, it's funny because uh, if you think back now, so we got to go way back to 2003 and we recorded the first couple episodes in uh, actually in Maui 
And if you think back to the internet back then, it was mostly dial-up connections, so everything was really, really slow. So it was clunky and cumbersome to finally get it together. But then when we finally got the audio file, what we had to do is we had to figure exactly that out. How are we going to deliver this to people? There was no such thing as an MP3. There was audio players around, but it was Real Player and Windows Media Player, and it was really clunky. And people were on low-speed connections and high-speed connections, so there were, we had kind of a, a wide range of, uh, of, of people we needed to serve. So what we ended up doing is uh, we offered it in three, three different formats. We offered it as a low, very low-quality download or uh, low... I guess bandwidth, not low quality, but low bandwidth version for those people who are on 28K or 56K modems. We had a high uh, band version as well, and then we also offered it in a downloadable version as well. So it was uh, it was interesting. Yeah, sounds like it. So back then you wouldn't have had any like download stats or anything like that. Back then, there was nothing. There was literally nothing. There was, in fact, even the word podcasting hadn't even been coined at that point. It was still, we called it an audio newsletter, which I still think probably describes it, you know, very well, because it really is is an audio version of a, of a newsletter. But uh, there was no support services. There was really nothing going on in the world of, of audio. Wow, that's awesome. So, I mean, like, I know these people were asking all kinds of different questions and stuff like that, but how did you choose which ones would be the best ones to cover for the show? You know what? We actually didn't really do too much of uh, of questions. We we once in a while we would handle them. If you know, if we had a a trend where something was going on that was affecting their business, it was more than likely affecting my business as well. So we pretty much stuck to the format of talking about what I was up to and things that were working for me at the time. And you know, the the show was broken into into three parts: inspiration up front, so we talk about trips and travel and where we were off to that month. We 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 love to travel we you know we're very well known for heading out the door every six to eight weeks on a you know maybe for three four days or maybe a week or two weeks we call them vacation so we usually cover that off in the beginning the middle part of the show was information where we would talk about things uh the you know the happenings in the business things that uh, we thought listeners would be interested in and then the 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 very end of the show was kind of more of a motivational you know things that we're up to goals, uh, things that are coming true, Cobra being delivered into my garage, uh, sending the kids off to leadership camp in Washington, D.C., or whatever what was going on in the family, primarily, uh, we would talk about it at the end of the show. Wow, that's pretty uh, unique. I've never really heard of anybody kind of breaking it up into that. Most people in podcasts and audio shows you know, kind of focus at 100% on strategy and, and really don't dive into the motivation part, so... Yeah, well, you know what I found people really they 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 prefer to, you know, the how to I found is not nearly as important as the why to. Like why are you doing this? Why are you sometimes banging your head against the wall trying to build yourself a business online? Uh, when you get all these pressures and stuff going on, and then you realize I'm trying to build the business online because I want you know I want to be able to do more fun things with my kids. I want more time off. I want you know I want to get rid of my job. All that stuff. So you know the motivational stuff I think is 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 probably the most important thing to talk about because it actually fuels the uh, the, the desire to learn how to do this and figure this thing out. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So when you were putting this whole thing together. What was starting to give you the indications early on that it was actually starting to work and that you were you were seeing something from it? Like, how was it received? 
once we, we launched it, and so we recorded the first episodes in December, and believe it or not, it actually took us about four or five months to actually get the show live online, just because I was so entrenched in my own business. Charles was actually working with a, a gentleman named Dennis in Montreal, who was actually producing the show at the time. He would download the audio, he would edit it, he would put it together, and he would upload it and make sure that it was going. But it took us it took us a full four or five months to actually figure out how to do that, uh, kind of part-time along the way. And then once it finally came live, when, as soon as we pushed it out to the audience, they they gobbled it up because there was nothing like it at the time. There was no other podcasts available in our space, at least. And they're hungry to learn. They wanted to know what's going on, what's working, what's not working. They have dreams and goals, desires too, just like we all do today. It's, you know, we, we, we've got things we want to accomplish. So they, they actually really gobbled it up. And uh, the other thing we did is we added it as part of the, the sale for new handbook purchasers, new purchasers of the Affiliate Marketers Handbook as an upsell. So if they wanted to buy the, the Affiliate Marketers Handbook, they could. And then if they wanted to you know, keep up to date and connect and you know, learn what's going on in our business, they could subscribe to the bus. So that worked very well as well. And we had about 75% of the people who purchased the, uh, the Affiliate Marketers Handbook also subscribed to the bus. Right. That makes sense. So did you have guests on the show as well, or was it just yourself and your wife? No, no, it actually wasn't even Arlene wasn't even on at the time. It was uh, just Charles and I. So he would, he would join us uh, uh, top of the hour. We we recorded at one o'clock, twice a month, uh, on the f- day before the fifteenth and the day before the first, and he would have uh, his questions in order, and we would just basically prep half hour before the show to figure out essentially what I was up to in the office and what our team was doing and what we were building and how things were going, and he would figure out the questions, and then at the top of the hour we would uh, we would record the show. That makes sense. So when you were when you were like really in the early years, when you first got this whole thing together, like how long from the moment you first uploaded that piece in December, you said, to the you know to that point where maybe you started getting you know emails or phone calls or where you st- started seeing some kind of result from it. Oh, almost immediately, probably immediately, because we already had a few thousand students at the time. Uh, the early students with uh, with the handbook. So immediately, we the feedback was awesome. I mean, Dennis he handled the support desk, and right away the questions started to subside because it really wasn't they had so much as far as technical or detail oriented questions. They really just wanted to know, for the most part, does this thing really work? Am I wasting my time? And they could hear by our struggles, and we would talk about, you know, again, the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's not always a pretty picture when you're working on a business uh, online or off. So once they started to realize, you know, this is real, and James is a real person, we, we'd get, we'd actually get emails at the, at the help desk like that. Is James actually a real person, or is this somebody that's been made up to create a book? Uh, so the, the, the ability to connect with them. We literally, I mean, I don't know how many emails a day we receive, but tons, tons of emails. Right. That makes a lot of, you know, as funny as James, a real person. (laughs) (laughs) Arlene will tell you yes. And he's a pain in the butt a lot of the times as well. So (laughs) (laughs) ask my my 19 year old daughter. She, She just thinks I'm just generally annoying. So at some point, this whole thing moves on to uh, what's that called? Um, the Webmaster Radio platform from the 
uploaded to MP3 files or MP3 players or whatever, right? Yeah, you bet. And you at, bet. And at, and at some point, it's uh, you know, you get it onto that kind of platform, and you start to see that happening. Um, so, what happens from there? Like, uh, obviously, I mean. Everybody in this world is probably wondering, you know, uh, you know, obviously things have improved dramatically from here. What kind of stats can you see now that you've got the whole thing uploaded in, uh, you know, however many episodes back? Like, what can you see from, you know, at the end of every show or several weeks after the show? What can you see to uh, about the show? Sure, sure. And let me maybe tap our producer Brasco and then put him on the spot here and maybe I can get him in here in a minute or two. Let me just kind of tee this up and maybe Brasco wouldn't mind sharing some stats for the show because we look at them at a monthly basis on, on how, how we're doing just so you know, anybody would track uh, progress. So, but essentially, you know, after, you know, the affiliate buzz went very well for, for about three years and we actually earned revenue of course, from it directly through the paid subscription. So then 2004 comes along and Apple decides to uh, introduce the iPod. And all of a sudden we have this new phrase or this new word called podcast or podcasting. And it's like, okay, I guess that's what we are. We're a podcast now. We're no longer an audio newsletter. Maybe we're a podcast. So we also decided uh, around, I'd have to look back, but somewhere around 2006 to move away from the direct subscription where we were charging $10 a month and move it into a more of an indirect marketing piece because as a $10 a month subscription, we had at any one time four to five, 600 listeners uh, on a month-to-month basis. So that was very nice recurring revenue. But when we opened it up and actually used it as more of a marketing tool where we can now spread it out everywhere, get into iTunes and start to, you know, get picked up in, in other locations, the audience just took off. So Webmaster Radio came along probably, and maybe Brasco remembers, 2008, 2009, and we teamed up. Uh, they do a great job of producing the show, make my life so much easier. Uh, and, and you know here we are today. But if I could, Brasco, and I, I don't yeah. even know if you're you're listening at the point, and maybe I could bring you into I'm the here. conversation for mm-hmm. for a moment uh, if you happen to be uh, I'm listening. Here. Yes, there we go. So sorry to put you on the spot there, no uh, Brasco. But uh, Daniel was asking me about stats for the show. And that's something you and I talk about quite often, right? And I, I did listen to what you were saying. Uh, yes, we started with June 2010. Um, quickly got a growth uh, over here. I want to say that you know it, between all of our Incarnations about ten and twenty thousand downloads per month. That's great. That's great. So there you go, Daniel. So between ten and twenty thousand downloads per month, and that's what uh, Webmaster Radio is tracking. Now, let me ask you, uh, uh, Brasco, does that include the iTunes feed? What does that include? Okay, that does include uh, that does include iTunes. Does include Stitcher. Um, it does not include. Our new inclusion to iHeartRadio and into Spreaker, which their APIs are not connected with our stat service. Right, and it doesn't include my own personal site, jamesmartell.com, and it doesn't include my own uh, personal Spreaker feed. That uh, Last time I looked, it's somewhere up around 20,000 downloads now as well, overall, right. not not on a monthly basis. So, so there, there you go. Uh, there you go, Daniel. That's beautiful. So are, besides just the amount of views, is there, an, I mean, James, you and I were talking about ROI and, you know, we're 
kind of telling listeners about this show saying, hey, you know, a few months ago or weeks ago, uh, you know, Dan hated podcasts, um, you know, and, and the truth is that, I mean, I just obviously uh, didn't really see any huge uh, ROI on podcasts. I mean, obviously, I don't hate them, hate them, but they're just not, they weren't all that interesting to me. And the first thing I asked you was, well, can you make money from a podcast? Um, so I guess my, my big thought is, you were telling me, well, there's all kinds of other things you can measure besides just, you know, downloads. Um, can you talk about some of that? Sure, absolutely. So interesting, and it's it's the primary question that I get is, you know, can a podcast make money? And, and of course, stats are everything when it comes to that. And if you had a podcast where you only have one listener, then you're going to have a tough time. But I always look at it if you have a 1,000 listeners or 2,000 listeners or 3,000, 5,000, 10,000, uh, 20,000. I know guys that have you know 200,000 listeners and, and even more than that. So if you've got an audience that knows you, and this is your language, knows you, likes you, and trusts you, uh, and you can track what's going on, and, and with, with, with podcasting, unlike the early days when we got started, you, we couldn't track anything. Uh, but today you know where they're coming from. You know how many you're listening. You know where they're listening to in the show. Are they bailing on you after 10 minutes? Maybe you, you didn't even capture their attention and you had them for 60 seconds and they were gone. Uh, did they listen to the entire show? And if, you're, you know, if, you, if you apply the stats and use some of the tools that are available, you can actually measure did they actually take an action? Did you, did you say, you know, hey, go down my checklist, or go download my checklist, or, you know, go to this page and download a free copy of my book, or, or go here and buy this product or service? And you can, you can track every, it, just like anything else online that's trackable. Podcasting is really not that much different uh, because uh, you, you, statistically, you can figure out where they're coming from and what they did. Right. That's beautiful. So, I mean, really, realistically, I mean, podcasts and audio shows really are the best way to connect to listeners right because they can they can hear your your voice intonation they can hear you know whether you're sincere about something whether you're you know whether you're confident about it and whether you believe what you're saying yourself all that kind of stuff that's exactly right and the other thing on top of that is if you think about it the human voice is the most natural way in which we communicate. We don't naturally communicate through writing. We don't naturally communicate any other way than with our human voice. So it's a tool that we have in our, in our, in our back pocket that a lot of people don't use. And the power of the human voice, I mean, I got, I got two little granddaughters, and I can tell you what, when they say grandpa – the oldest one, at least the little one's not quite there, but you know what? I'm waiting for her to say it. I'm waiting. Everybody wants her to say their name or he wants her to say grandma. I want her to say grandpa. Her mother wants to say mama. Uh, her dad already gets dada. So the human voice is so powerful for sharing emotion. I mean, if I, if I'm happy, you can tell if I'm being, you know, if I'm passionate about something, you can tell if I'm really pissed off, I, you know, that comes through and sharing emotion in an audio is so much easier for so many people than it is maybe in, in, for those who write now, some people write very well. Some people love to write and, and have no problem sharing their, you know, their, their, their passions and their, their love of things in a, in a, in text. But a lot of people that's difficult. And, and with audio, uh, it's much, much simpler. And if, if I could, Daniel, I could see, uh, 
Brasso's going to be pinging me here any second to uh, mm-hmm. to take a break. So let's do that. Let's take a let's take a quick break for our sponsors, and uh, when we get back, uh, I'm sure uh, Daniel has some more questions for us. We'll be right back. More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. All-inclusive marketing is the luxurious five-star resort of digital marketing. Welcome to All-Inclusive Marketing. Engage with All-Inclusive Marketing's award-winning strategists to ramp up your online profitability and brand exposure, driving new customer acquisitions, increased sales, and stronger buyer retention. Another mojito, please? All-Inclusive Marketing's full-service digital and performance marketing accommodates every brand, specializing in retail, travel, and software as a service. What a great room. The A in All-Inclusive Marketing means award-winning winning leadership, excellence and results, as well as an A rating by the Better Business Bureau. For reach, engagement and conversion, it's all-inclusive marketing. Reserve a free consultation today at allinclusivemarketing.com slash radio. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's James and Arlene. Arlene is away today, but I'm here with uh, Daniel Diet, and we're talking about the affiliate buzz and how this uh, how this darn thing came to be. So let me pass it back over to uh, to Daniel. Daniel, do we have you there? Thanks, James. There we go. So I, I guess uh, can you hear me? Okay. Yep. Good. Perfect. So James, uh, kind of continuing on the stuff that we've been talking about, uh, how you know affiliate buzz got created and how powerful that's been. How many people have been tuning in, um, and just how successful it's been. I guess, obviously, I mean, one of the things I want to do for the audience is think, you know, should an affiliate start their own podcast? I mean, you know, given this is affiliate buzz, is it is it worth it to them? That's a, that's such a good question because it's something I've had a chance to think about a lot over the years. And podcasting, for the most part, I've actually decided early on not to promote it really as a strategy just because honestly it was so clunky and cumbersome to put together and to build listeners it was it was difficult because you know we didn't have smartphones and all of the explosion in the industry that we're experiencing now so i i kind of stayed away from it but as far as your question today Absolutely. I don't know of a more powerful way to market a product. And I know I've had conversations with guys that do video and I've had conversations with guys that blog and all that. Personally, for me, and I would say for most affiliates, 
a podcast is such a natural way to to build an audience. It's I think it's way easier to build a podcasting audience than it is a newsletter audience. Podcasting is new, it's fresh, it's 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 lively compared to a, a text based newsletter. Not to take away from them because the email marketing component that works so well with a podcast is just a natural marriage of the two, but. Yes, absolutely. If somebody's in the affiliate space, in fact, I'm going to be talking about this at length at Affiliate Summit uh, uh, on the 18th at 11 a.m. Uh, we kick off the we kick off the conference on the Sunday morning, and my whole my whole topic is is exactly you know how to earn 110 dollars or sorry how to earn 100 dollars a day uh, recurring revenue as an affiliate marketing as a sorry as an affiliate marketer and my primary strategy is teaching them how to podcast so you absolutely yes right so you know it's funny i mean i'm i'm thinking to myself about you know uh you know affiliates obviously uh, are a type of person who traditionally really likes uh you know um you know, an easy, quick way of making money online, something that doesn't take too many hours in the day and, and probably isn't the type of person that first thinks about themselves as a, you know, maybe an entertainer or somebody who's going to run a podcast. You know, you had an experience with somebody who got a little uncomfortable when you suggested they make a podcast. Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> I think I think it'd be funny yeah. if you talk about that. That, that would be our ever-missing uh, co-host named Arlene, <laughs> my wife, who pops in from time to time now, but she's a little busy with grandchildren and uh, and her she's hilarious. But that's a good that's a good point. And because I must say, I, I I know as soon as we mention the word podcasting, many people tune out and they automatically have that knee jerk reaction. I can't do that. I'm not going to do that. And in Arlene's case, I was holding a, a boot camp uh, to 125 students in our in the school and in, in our online conference room. And during that boot camp, we were actually building a website. And in her case, it was epilepsymoms.com. And she'd had this idea to put a website together for years. And we were using her as the guinea pig to build a successful site over a period of weeks live in front of you know the students. And as we got through it, as we were making our way through it, it came evident to me that this would be a perfect application for a podcast. And I, because we've got everybody in the room, maybe I can show a little bit about how powerful this is. And this has got to be five, six years ago now. And I said to her, you know what? You need to start a podcast. Let's, let's, and I just started talking to her about starting a podcast. I didn't assume there's going to be any pushback. And she goes, I can't do that. I'm not doing that. And she's adamant. She's like our our four-year-old granddaughter, you know, putting her foot down and stubbornly saying, no, I'm not doing it. (laughs) And fortunately, because I think if it was just me, I probably would have lost the battle. But I had 125 students in the room, and they all started in the text messaging, Arlene, you can do this. This, Yeah, you really got to do this. And they started encouraging her and say, hey, let's get this going. And she finally acquiesced and said, okay, I'm going to do it. And she launched, uh, she, you know, she, she, she got her courage up, got organized, and she re- recorded her very first episode. And uh, it was hilarious. Yeah, no, I think, that's, uh, I think that same story would happen for a lot of people if they, you know, uh, if they weren't sort of familiar with the whole platform. And then, you know, somebody suggested, hey, 
And I think it was really funny. You were telling me that whole story, and you were telling me that uh, you know she kicked you out of the house. And- <laughs> oh yeah, because so so here come here comes the day to do the recording, and she decided she's going to interview her girlfriend uh, because the two of them had founded the Fraser Valley Epilepsy Society, and around our son and her daughter, and they had a really going concern, which has actually been done amazing over the years. It's huge now, uh, but she wanted to get comfortable with this idea so she got laura on the line and she kicked me out of the house she kicked the kids out of the house i don't even think the cat was allowed in the house when she when recording time came i remember it was six o'clock in the evening i uh, doubt we even got dinner that day because she was so nervous and all of a sudden six o'clock comes and i wasn't there she was the only one in the house and she records it and you know that interview's now been played tens of thousands of times and that's just one little episode. So the, yeah, so she was, she did it. So, and it's a good example because in her particular case, she's got an amazing story to share. And with, with her story, she's got, uh, you know, she, she tracks the success of her site by the testimonials she receives from other mothers who are struggling desperately with autism or epilepsy or a combination of both like Adam uh, had and how many kids are now, 100% seizure free. So she gets these most amazing emails in and and it's all a result of her podcast and I, I always think in fact you give me goosebumps right now. What a story that would have been not to share and all of a sudden you know, she gets the courage up because she's got an amazing story, as do many listeners, causes, things they can get behind. It would be really a shame to have a little bit of fear or even a lot of fear hold you back in doing because once you've done one or two, it's it's not that hard. You'll Arlene came out the other end of it. That wasn't that hard. And she actually you get exhilarated by it and you know away she went. Yeah, it'd almost be worth to have her actually go through that whole story like, you know, uh on the show one day and actually kinda actually talk through those emotions because I think that the the flip side is there's not enough people telling that story of, you know, like, like when you talk about the story of Neil Diamond, right? I mean, the guy that doesn't even like his own voice. Can't stand it. Or Elvis. Elvis. Absolutely. I went to Arlene. I went to Grace on a couple months, bucket list item, check that one off the list. Uh, and watching some of the, the documentaries and the, the presentations, Elvis had a tremendous amount of stage fright before he went on to any stage his entire career. So you're thinking, you, you, know, you think about it. Here's the, the greatest entertainer of all time, absolutely suffering from stage fright. And you, you look at a lot of the videos on YouTube where he's standing backstage ready to go online or go online, ready to go on stage. You could just tell he's. He's literally praying. He's ready to go on, and you can tell he's white as a ghost. And he comes up on the stage, and then you know, once he gets rolling, he's he's absolutely amazing. So, but so if a guy like Neil Diamond or Elvis Presley has stage fright, uh, it's really a natural human emotion. So it's and it's you know once you kind of get into it and you get going, you can get around that and get through it. For sure. For sure. So you've been, I mean, this, this podcast isn't your only podcast. It's not your only experience to podcast. You've been helping other people put their podcasts together too, right? Yeah, it's something we've been doing for uh, probably about a year and a half now and uh, something I really enjoy doing. So how many people have you helped build a podcast for so far? Oh, I haven't counted them, but there's got to be probably in the neighborhood of 15 to 20. Right, and, and so of those, you've had some 
pretty I'd say pretty powerful testimonials come out of them, right? I mean like one of them that I that you told me about right away, like just about every show he was getting phone calls and you know and multiple phone calls um that were turning into real bookings and real clients. That was a chiropractor, right? Yeah, that's right. And his name is Dr. Kale Copeland and he's in Victoria, BC. And it's vfchiro.com. So V is in Victor, F is in family, chiro.com. And in his particular case, and it's a, it's a great example of the use of audio. And in his case, like Arlene, Arlene, Arlene's podcast isn't something that she does every week. She only had a plan to do six episodes, and which eventually turned into seven. And that was the end of it. That's all she ever needed to wanted to do. She got them down. They're there. They're now assets on her site. She shares them with moms. They're just great tools. In Dr. Kale's case, same idea. He, he's got, you know, he deals, he's a chiropractor. Again, he deals in whiplash and motor vehicle accidents and back pain, sciatic, all of that type of thing. And we were looking for a way to kind of differentiate him from his competition. And he, at the time, he was receiving one new patient a month from the web. And that was it. And which I think anybody would agree that's horrible. And Today, if you take a look at what we did on his website, let's say you head over there and you want to see the power of even just a small audio. And I think there's maybe four or five of them on his website. So if you go to the motor vehicle area and you click on the whiplash page, what will happen is there's a little audio that will play automatically. It's about four minutes long and it's a mini podcast and you'll hear the doctor talking. Uh, audio starts automatically. We've got a little host that interviews him for two or three questions. He gets to discuss the, the problem that that potential patient of his is experiencing. They hear his voice. They hear his passion. They hear his, how much he cares. They hear his background, his knowledge, all in a little under four-minute segment. And then there's a little call to action at the end of it where the host actually invites the listener to give Dr. Kale a call to book an appointment. And today... Uh, and, and for over the last year, he's been averaging 18 new patients per month uh, to his clinic. So, And that's an increase of over uh, 1,800%. So he actually sent me a little note a few months back. He says, James, I'm so happy that we met you. I, I, we're thrilled. You've made a tremendous difference in our business. And uh, I'm really happy to have met Arlene and that you introduced us to the world of, uh, you know, he called it, you know, audio marketing. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's just one example of, 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 you know, how powerful audio has been for, for one particular guy. Yeah, I know it's. And, you know, it's funny. I mean, you have to think, too. I mean, when it comes to of all the topics a person could discuss in a in a podcast, uh, you know, chiropractic probably doesn't ring at the top 10 for most people in terms of, you know, fascinating or interesting podcasts. So you can only imagine how how uh, amazed even the client must be for the results of that show. Yeah, that's so true. And, and so many, so many. I, I hate to say it, make a, another knee-jerk reaction say, you know, I, I don't know what we're going to talk about. I don't think this is really suitable for us. And I got a great example of that. Uh, there's a, a funeral home in Vancouver called Martin Brothers, mbfunerals.com. And we, I think we've done 40 episodes for them now. And it's the most interesting content you've ever heard. Uh, it's, I, you know. Yeah, I can imagine. Seems a little morbid, but we're all we all have to deal with it eventually. And there, you know, what happens when you come and pick up my loved one's body? Like, what exactly happens? To you know, another episode would be <laughs> how do I how do I how do you how, what do you say to somebody who just lost a spouse? Yeah, 
what do you say to a four-year-old who just lost their grandparents or their their grandmother, their grandfather? So it's really powerful, hard-hitting information. And 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 there's two people we interview at Martin Brothers. One is a is his name's Dale Martin. They've they've had. If you go to Martin Brothers and you look in their photo gallery, you can go right back to the beginning of their business in the early 1900s, where the hearses are being pulled by horses. Oh, and wow. like a fascinating story. These people have a calling in life. I mean, and it, the passion and the caring just absolutely pours out of that podcast. And there's no other funeral homes in town that do it. And they are kicking some serious butt, if I maybe not the right way to phrase it for a funeral home. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're top of the list in Google because all of there's a lot of SEO advantages for podcasting as well. So, you know. I would encourage anybody not to have that knee-jerk reaction and say, you know, I don't think we got anything to uh, to talk about. And I can see, I can see uh, we're a little long here, so let's uh, take a quick break. Uh, we'll be right back. More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app. We can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email sales at webmasterradio.fm today and get your message delivered now. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. InternetMarketingINC.com is one of the fastest-growing full-service digital marketing agencies in the country, specializing in providing results-driven online marketing solutions. Internet Marketing Inc.'s passionate team prides themselves on staying ahead of marketing trends to create and implement campaigns that get more traffic to your website, gain positive brand awareness, and drive conversions. If you are looking for a data-driven approach to online marketing and advertising, call Internet Marketing Inc. today at 866-563-0620 or visit internetmarketinginc.com. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz on webmasterradio.fm. Here's James and Arlene. Arlene is away today, but I'm here with Daniel Diet, and I I have been remiss. I should actually uh, mention your book uh, and Daniel, and just you know give you a little plug for this maximum open rates. Daniel's an email marketing specialist uh, who specializes in making sure your emails hit the inbox. And it's uh, Maximum Open Rates, a comprehensive guide to email deliverability. And one of the reasons that Daniel and I are talking so much these days is because podcasting and email are, you know, are like brother and sister, like two peas in a pod. They actually work perfectly together. So sorry for uh, not bringing that up. And I would love to get you on the show uh, coming up just to talk about open rates uh, maybe in the next uh, few weeks uh, at the most. So 
Thank you for that. So let's uh, let me pass it back over to you, Daniel. Yeah, for sure. And thanks for mentioning that. Yeah, no, it's available on Amazon, and uh, obviously uh, um, that's something I have an incredible passion for, and I'd be happy to talk about it. Um, but let's dive back into the podcast thing just to sort of uh, wrap that up because I think uh, people are probably uh, you know starting to get a a pretty good feel of you know the power of it. You talked about how many thousands of downloads this uh, this current podcast gets. We talked about how valuable even for an affiliate marketer, uh, you know, getting your name out there, having that genuine connection with your customers, the increase in conversion rates, all that stuff. And we talked about how you know even. Uh, you know, Arlene has gone through that. There's no way on God's green earth I'm doing a show to, oh, wow, I can't believe the impact it has. I'd love to do one. And so, and you've talked about the natural voice. So at the end of all this stuff, the other thing that we just kind of touched on a little bit is that you've helped quite a few people, um, not just with the, you know, the idea of coming up with a podcast and all that kind of thing, but creating the show notes and creating the actual um What's the word for that? Uh, creating the actual um, uh, script or whatever you want to call that, the, mm-hmm. uh, the plan to discuss that day, and and seeding it out to all the different places that it goes out to. So, you know, with over the you know over those fifty plus podcasts and uh, and sort of those different experiences, you've actually kind of got quite a system nailed down right now, don't you? Oh, we do. We absolutely do. We've got a, a checklist of I think it's 178 to do items and six discussions that need to be. We've we've pretty much perfected the art of putting together a podcast for a client. Uh, no doubt about it. And it's uh, it's something that's uh, you know it's something that's. Um, it's the old saying, if you know how to do it, it's easy, but it's, there's a lot of moving parts if you don't know how to do it. So, yeah, we, we've kind of mastered that. And there's there's a lot of things from, as you said, you know, put, we call it the episode outline. So crafting an episode outline, I think, is is pretty much everything. And it's yeah, it's really a reason a podcast will, will succeed or fail, because if you've got the right outline together and you've put together a show that is talking to what we like to call an ideal customer or an ideal client or an ideal patient as, as, as affiliates, you know, we know, we should know exactly who our target audience is. So we create an episode specifically for them and we put that episode together so we're addressing their needs and their concerns and what they're hoping to achieve and offer up some solutions in the show in that particular episode. And we include a great call to action and a reason to give you a phone call or fill out a lead form, whatever it is. Once that's done, now you've got a little asset, just like Arlene does with, with Epilepsy Moms, just like Kale has or chiropractor or many of the people in the industry that we work with, uh, you have an asset. So now, now that you've got that little audio file, what do you do with it? You can, of course, publish it on your own website, and that's a great place to start with it because you it's a great reason for people to come to your site to get the latest episode so it keeps them coming back. But what else can you do with it? Well, you can drop it into – well, I you know, into a – what I call the podcast ripple effect where you can drop it into your website and all of a sudden Facebook, Twitter, Google plus YouTube, LinkedIn, all updates automatically with your latest episode automatically because of the RSS feed. It also updates iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, 
a Blueberry iHeartRadio. So now that one little show is now in 10 different places. It also can automatically update and send out to your newsletter subscriber. There's 11. It can automatically you know, update anybody who's subscribed to you by their phone or their tablet. So those are updated. It can update a podcatcher if somebody's subscribed to you by there. And then what happens is, and I can tell you this from experience, so now you're in maybe 15 different places just from the one episode and in front of amazing audiences you know, in iTunes, in iHeartRadio, which drives real listeners to your show. Now that that's happened, people start sharing your show. So now somebody clicks on the like button and that puts it in front of their 100 followers in Facebook or they retweet it out to 5,000 people in their Twitter followers or they share it on LinkedIn. And then you get multiple people doing that. Next thing you know, that little episode that was just that one little 15-minute audio that you carefully put together with a message that you wanted to share – is all of a sudden it's all over the place and it's got legs because it's so portable. Uh, you know, people listen to it on their phone. They can listen to it on their tablet, their computer. They can listen to it in, you know, Wi-Fi radio. They can listen to it everywhere. It's convenient. They don't have to be watching a screen. It's just, it's just such a great way to go. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. So you, I mean, that's the the thing we were both talking about uh, for the last couple of weeks. We've been talking about how it really creates a podcast empire. And I mean, there's no way we could cover that in this show or how all that stuff works. It's just really quite an incredible thing to see. But um, what we should probably talk about is uh, I think listeners are probably going to start to get a little uh, curious about uh, we should probably tease them a little bit and maybe tell them about what we're planning to do. I would agree with that. Now, I mean, we don't really have a place for them to go looking for it quite yet, but upcoming, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, in creating those 50 podcasts, creating this podcast, um, you've got a system down. In that system, you've got, you know, every place you should should submit this stuff to. You've got sample, uh, what do they call it, sample notes from show notes. You've got, you know, uh, sample scripts for the actual show itself. Um, you know, you've got uh, everything from, you know, how, how to get the voice talents if you want to have somebody go, welcome to such and such radio show and all those pieces, right? So you've got this amazing package of, of things, uh, including an entire course and, you know, which is I think already uh, at least something is uh, uploaded in the school and all those other things. Do you want to kind of hint at uh, yeah, absolutely. some of that stuff that's going to come out? So it's something that I've been actually working on for a few months, and we've kind of mentioned it maybe once or twice in the in the last probably three or four months. I know that because I've had quite a few emails like, "When is it coming? When is it coming?" Uh, and it's exactly that. It's a, it's a it's a course, and it'll be held at the School of Internet Marketing, and we will take somebody from the very beginning uh, that doesn't have a podcast, where we will develop a full strategy around creating a show that's going to attract their ideal customer. So as an affiliate, you know who your ideal prospect is. And uh, if you don't, we'll help you determine exactly who they are, right down to how old they are. We'll give them a name. We'll figure out all their problems. We'll figure out all the solutions you can offer. And every problem actually naturally becomes a single episode. And over time, the episodes will grow. So we'll, we'll basically work through all of that. You know, things like creating an episode outline. I've got 
templates that you can use and modify and make your own. I'll show you some of the things that work for us, some of the things that don't work. Well, yeah, you mentioned uh, the, the the voice up front and at the end, the intro and the outro. Well, we've got templates and things that you can use to create your own very high-quality intro, and we'll show you where to hire low-cost voice talent so you sound top-notch. Of course, we're going to coach you through it all. So if you do have those butterflies like Arlene and you need a little bit of uh, encouraging or, or a good kick in the butt, we will <laughs> we will do that. No problem. I'm happy to do that. I have kids. Uh, <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll definitely uh, go through that. Uh, we'll show you once, this, once that episode is completed, uh, we'll show you how to either hire a writer or do it yourself where you listen to your episode in its entirety. Pull down all of the pertinent information. Make sure you're writing for the search engine. So you've got your show notes that you need to write to accompany that audio. And that audio then gets published, on, again, on your website with the show notes that are designed to, you know, have an opportunity to rank in the results. So we work, we work through that. Uh, we then show you how to set up your own broadcast network, your own media broadcast network, where when you push the button, automatically all your social media sites are updated. And if you don't have them, we'll show you how to set them up. Uh, the podcasting directories, we'll show you how to set up and optimize to get a maximum amount of your listeners uh, from the directories, and they're amazing. And Brasco, I think you heard a commercial on Webmaster Radio a little, you know, at the second break, they're kind of talking about it. It's really becoming something. Uh, so that all of a sudden your website's up to date, all your social media accounts, your podcasting directories, your newsletters up to date, uh, and everything's ready for social sharing by your audience. So we get all that set up. And then we, you know, we basically build a system for you. So within 60 minutes a week, you've got an episode that you've created, you've recorded, and you've distributed, and it's working for you. And then, uh, you know, it's just, uh, Really, there's no stone on turn. We get your stats in order, and we make sure you've got your what we call your uh, KTCB in place, your your strategy to keep your listeners coming back, uh, which is essentially a weekly show. Um, so yeah, it's 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 all encompassing. That's a beautiful thing, very beautiful thing. Well, uh, I mean, I hope we've got uh, listeners have gotten a pretty good chance to see sort of the the power of things and also how it kind of came together, how simple it is, and uh, that there's something exciting coming. And uh, I really thank you for letting me kind of dig in and ask you all the juicy questions. And and uh, you know, oh, it's been my pleasure. It's kind of funny to be uh, to be thrown on the other side of the mic for for a change. So it's kind <laughs> of. Uh, well, and I must say, I was a little nervous because I've never done this before. And uh, let me ask you a question, a couple of questions, if I may. Sure. Let me kind of toss it back to you. How many podcasts have you done in your life? Me too. Two. So, and you've done a spectacular job, I must say. Uh, and it's a good example that, uh, did you have butterflies? Were you nervous before you got on? Be honest. No, actually, none at all. Okay. Okay. No, I mean, it, to me, it's either like being on stage or, uh, you know, it's kind of like... Uh, you know, um, just having a conversation. It's kind of nice that with a podcast, I feel like we really can tell them all the juicy stuff and, you know, be honest and people are looking for that. And that's, and that's such a good way to think of these, these shows is that it is just a conversation. And once Arlene, Arlene figured that out, that she, hey, she's just talking to Laura. And they've got a bunch of questions that they're going to just chit-chat back and forth about. And the audio recorder is just playing in the background. And once it's done, it's not live, so you can edit out your ums and your ahs if you think you, you know, or you made a f 
you know, a mess up somewhere in there. You can snip that out and you can add the music to the beginning and the end. And it, it sounds great. And your listeners, the other thing that I've noticed about podcasting is, and broadcasting in general, if you, once you start doing it and you, you, you hear yourself make the mistake, but in the natural conversation of language, nobody speaks perfectly Rarely, rarely do you ever hear somebody not make a mistake, even at the highest levels of broadcasting. When you're watching CNN or you're watching, you know, one of the major announcers, they make mistakes all the time. It's just like the newspapers. You look in the newspapers for spelling and grammar errors, they're everywhere. So this doesn't have to be perfect. And I think the biggest part of this is the stories that you have to tell in your show, like Arlene with, with Epilepsy Moms, and, you know, she's interviewed seven most amazing people, doctors and all kinds of people who are dealing with kids on a daily basis. And she's interviewed moms who've struggled and who've succeeded. And other moms get to listen to those shows. I, it, it, it's, it's, it's a scary thing for me to think about what happened if she didn't do that show. There would have, she's had such a profound impact. What happens? And, you know, all the people that I've talked to over the years who say, you know, I've got a cause, I've got a, a daughter with this problem, or, hey, I'm a, I'm a personal trainer and I really got some stuff that I want to share, or I'm a health coach, uh, you know, or I've written a book, or I've put together, a, you know, this most amazing course and I'm looking for a way to promote it. Uh, this is the perfect vehicle for that because they're going to hear your passion about it. They're going to understand, you know what? I believe you because I can hear you and I know you're true, being true with what you're saying. And what, you know, in Arlene's case, you go listen to those episodes. There's sometimes there's crying on there. I mean, it's just that real. So it's a, it's a, it's a most amazing uh, uh, vehicle for, you know, not only selling and, you know, podcasts. I mean, if you've got, 5,000 listeners or 10,000 listeners or 20,000 listeners, uh, you know, and, and let me just kind of close off with this. There's a, there's an article in USA Today, uh, Chris Hardwick, he says, our society today is so niche oriented now, you don't need 3 million people to listen to your podcast. If 10,000 people listen, which isn't a hard number to achieve, he says, then 10,000 people listen to your podcast. You can do something with that. You can build a community and literally change the world just recording into a into a recorder. So I think that's so true. I think podcasting has come of age. I'm excited about doing the course upcoming. And uh, uh, let me flip it around to you, Daniel, and thank you uh, for, for taking us on uh, and, and interviewing me. I, I so greatly appreciate that. And uh, to our listeners, uh, Happy New Year in 2015. I hope it's your, your best ever, and to you as well, Daniel. And uh, to our listeners who will be at Affiliate Summit 2015, uh, 18th, 19th, and 20th uh, in Las Vegas, uh, definitely if you happen to be in the hotel at the event, join me for my talk, where we'll cover this in even much more detail. 11 a.m. on the Sunday morning. Get in early because you got to get your, your passes before you can get into the room. So we get down to registration, get up to registration the night before if you can. There's a little trick to uh, missing all the lineups in the morning. And then also, uh, if you'd like to join us for uh, a dinner, Arlene's probably going to arrange a, a, a get-together, as she normally does, probably at the Paris Hotel, which incidentally is where the, is the, where the conference is being held this year. All right, Daniel, uh, thank you so much. And to our listeners, thanks for listening to another edition of the Affiliate Buzz.
This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.